Sunday those tires are green to shine. Remember, they fan out down there. So check that bottom. So Sunday drive. All right, boss man. Hey, cars off. Be ready. Yeah, be ready. Gas that bitch up. Be ready. Be ready. Green flag. Green. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Inside Pass, the show of all skill, all luck, and no skill. I'm not not sure about all that now. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, we'll explain it to you in a little bit, um, because it's 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 going to make Alex Bowman some money, um, thanks to uh, Kyle Busch. So, um, oh yeah, that yeah, yeah that, there's already a shirt out. Yeah, I should have uh, should have worn my hack T-shirt today. I actually had it out, and then I had an appointment before I had to come here to do the shows. So I figured I better, you know, look a little more formal. It's obvious that on well, Sunday. hang on, Peter. There you go. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's obvious that on Sunday, Alex ate Lucky Charms for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All his lucky races. Well, last week I got to rock my uh, Kyle Larson shirt. This week I get to rock my uh, Alex Bowman shirt. So as long as one of the two of them keep winning, I'll be able to wear shirt <laughs> every week. <There> you <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, we uh, just came off of a, another fantastic weekend of races at uh, Las Vegas Motor Speedway. I don't know how much longer we're going to be able to keep this trend going of talking about how what great the races are, but I hope it continues the whole for a season. while. At this point, I I'm hope. convinced that next-gen car can even make Texas Motor Speedway great again. Oh, gosh, yeah, I mean, that's that's going to be the next true test. Yeah, um, don't jinx us. Michigan will be right there with it. Pocono, um, Pocono will mm-hmm. be... I think Pocono is probably going to be the, the biggest test. Maybe even... Uh, well, they run... In, they don't run... The, uh, Indianapolis uh, would probably be a, a good test, too, but... Um, nonetheless, there's some tracks coming up that kind of scare me, but California scared me, and, and we're still talking about yeah. how great that race was. So yeah. um, we will talk all about uh, all three of the uh, series that were in action this weekend, uh, Good Race in the Truck Series, the Xfinity Series, and the Cup Series as well. Uh, so we'll, we'll break down all the action from there. Uh, the, the next track on the schedule is uh, Phoenix, which they've already done a tie, they've already done a test there earlier uh, in the off season. So there's some notes to go by. So uh, it may not be as uh, difficult to, to pick uh, who we think might be fast at Phoenix. But then again, um, yes, it will. the the topsy turvy uh, winding road of the fantasy NASCAR standings continued to turn as Noah's now on top. Yes. Um, of the standings. He went from worst to first. Well, I say yes, but I pick last this week, so this is tough. I've been picking first the last few weeks, so I'm Well, scared. that's all. That's all. If, if Nick doesn't call in, he That's why last, the so. system works, is right. if you pick first, yeah. you're at an advantage. Exactly. I like last it. Year, yep. Disadvantage keeps it even, see? Keeps that's us exactly moving right. Just like the NASCAR schedule. We are going to step aside, take a break. We'll talk all about it when we come back on the Inside Pass. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. 
If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorcustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa.gov. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill! My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Uh, I feel like the, to our listeners probably know us all by now, so there's no point in going through all of us uh, all over again. But the same, the same people are always here. Noah's even back this week. Yes. Um, so that's, that's even good. I just went home to terrorize a few so, kids, and uh, we're back. So my question to you is, what kind of substitute teacher are you? Are you the kind <laughs> that actually steps in and, and like goes um, by, the, by the, well, the teacher's actual book? Or are you the popcorn see, and movie type of person? Let me tell you. He walks in and gives them all a Dallas Cowboy quiz. Correct. Correct. No. <laughs> yeah, that would actually be great. I'd love that. I'm, I'm going to keep that in my know arsenal now. Know your Cowboys history. But, uh, but no, you know, you said, do I use the teacher's book? That'd be nice if I had one. I walked in on Monday and Tuesday. I was subbing the class for two days in a row, and they left me with nothing. I mean, I walked into a bunch of seventh graders with nothing. I'm looking everywhere, and uh, pretty much was on my own. And uh, and then Tuesday, when I went back in there, I literally went home Monday night and made a lesson plan for Tuesday. Oh, well, there you go. And, At least you came and in they, prepared the next I time. don't even know if they know who this is, but I, they put on Bill Nye the Science Guy for them, and they watched a <laughs> little Bill Nye the Science God. Guy. my popcorn, buzzer. Popcorn, popcorn movie type of guy. I have my buzzer. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but yeah. it was the best under the circumstances. Um, but no, I, I'm definitely a very kind of chill sub, uh, let's just get through the day type. And, and when the teacher actually leaves work, we'll do that. But I was kind of screwed on Monday and Tuesday. You, you don't really fit the bill much of a, and no offense, um, of a substitute teacher more like a PE teacher. I don't. Yeah. When I see you, I think of PE teacher. <laughs> it was you? So than, yes, I do. Because most of my no, PE, well, right? most of my PE teachers, maybe, <laughs> most of my PE teachers were not like you know buff fit you know people. So no offense, Noah. I'm well, that is true. My yeah. my PE teacher in high school was like us, Noah and I. Yeah, he was yeah. round is right. a shape. Exactly. Mine right. too. Round yeah. is a shape. But my my yeah. oldest kid. He was also the football. He'd coach, tell us which what to do. More, he wouldn't describe you know. and show us what to do. Yeah. <laughs> my daughter's exactly. PE teacher is 
or old and fat. So yeah, I mean, it's I guess it that's that's. What I you actually get, so. was a PE teacher for a block on Friday, but I was doing driver's ed, and they put me in there. And they said <laughs> I walked in, and they were like, "You do racing, you can teach driver's ed." And I was like, "I don't think that I should teach them." <laughs> like, wait, that's I think you misunderstand what yeah, I'm doing. No, realize <laughs> motorsports has no stop right. signs, right? <laughs> and no speed limit. And no speed limit. <laughs> It's like yeah. that's just sixty five is just a suggestion. Just, just keep going. But it, it it was a fun hobby. I mean, honestly, I I wanted to turns, help out. Man. I wanted to help out because obviously there's a there's a big uh, you know there's a big need for for subs and people to step in right now. So I wanted to help out with my community. And, it it and probably it makes you it probably makes you respect teachers even more. It does knowing, knowing now what you does. what you've had to yeah. do, step in and do. Yeah, um, it's the last do. thing I would want to do in this day and age. <laughs> yeah. they, it's a very underappreciated job. Yes, a very underpaid yes. job. Yes. Way um, underpaid. Absolutely. So that's that, that, is, that is definitely for yeah. sure. All right. Well, let's let's go talk about racing now. Uh, enough about Noah. Good idea. Um, but <laughs> another race weekend uh, in Vegas. Third weekend. Third weekend in a row. We've had fantastic races across the board all three divisions when they've ran this is only the truck second race but um the second race of the trucks the third race for xfinity and for the cup series um have all been fantastic races what'd you guys think of the the race weekend at vegas Noah, we'll start with you oh my gosh i mean uh other than the the snow on saturday uh it oh, was yeah, we forgot <laughs> to mention that it snowed yeah, it sunshine snowed, and rained all at the yeah, same time all at the same time um but no it was spectacular like you said i mean we had Great racing, all three series, down to it. We had another overtime finish in the Cup Series side, and, and, and the racing throughout the day there was awesome. I mean, if you look at the top ten with the overtime finish, every everybody first through tenth finished within a second of each other. Um, so, I mean, it was uh, from start to finish, the weekend was amazing. And usually, in years past, recently, when we go to Vegas or we go to a track like Vegas, I'm kind of like, well, this can be a kind of snooze fest type of weekend or one that we just kind of get through. I'm excited for Vegas now. I, when we go back to Vegas, I'm really excited, and uh, and so it was great. Vegas was another big test for the next-gen car, being the first intermediate track and a relatively recent repay at the pretty smooth racetrack, aside from the bumps over the tunnel in Turn 2. And the next-gen car passed this weekend with flying colors. There were comers and goers all race long. There was a great battle towards the end between Kyle Busch and Martin Truex, and then tires just wanted out by... The Hendrick car is taking two tires, all of them, and then Alex Bowman just holding off everyone. I actually thought, I mean, I was really super impressed with the cup race. Yeah. I thought the cup race was an excellent race again. Uh, you know, so what, three races into the season, I'm two thumbs up with the new car. Obviously, there are some issues mm-hmm. with the new car, but, you know, overall, the racing itself uh, I, I think it's been fantastic. The Xfinity race is always great. Um, yeah. I actually thought the truck race on Friday was a bit of a mess, to it be was. honest. I, I don't know if it's the new bodies or whatever, but it was almost, and I kept hearing the everybody in the booth, the TV booth, talking about wind and air and how thin it was. And ter- it's like, okay, these things must be undrivable. So let's put them back on short tracks. I, I mean, gosh, guys, um, these guys are supposed to be pros, uh, I just thought there was a lot of sloppy crap going on on Friday night and, and drivers overdriving, and I, I I think it took away, honestly. Yeah. It was a good finish, but I just I didn't think the race was that mm-hmm. great. Yeah, and you know, like Vegas is one of those truck races in the year where 
I worry about a race like that where you know they are there are but there you're right there seem to be more issues yeah. uh, th- for this time around you know it, was, it wasn't like trucks just breaking loose yeah. for no reason yeah. like what you know you get near somebody and break loose I I don't know what the deal was Peter you you jumping in here or? for whatever reason the truck race in Vegas typically turned into almost a quasi super speedway race with close quarters yeah. racing with packs and yeah. that wasn't really the case this time I guess that it's is to a... attribute to the new bodies but at the same I don't think time, they could stay close. To it. They mean, couldn't really. How the, the the air was or whatever. We was did affecting. just hear all weekend that yeah. it was really windy out in Vegas, and I guess forty <laughs> or fifty mile an hour wind gusts into whichever end of the racetrack, turn one or turn three, just upset these drivers so much. I mean, and I get that that could be a problem. I'm not like trying to be overly, you know, cynical, but I'm just saying. I thought honestly, I thought the race was kind of a mess disappointingly so because i usually look forward to that as being one of the better races of the year randy and it it was still a good race and an exciting the racing was good when they weren't spinning and crashing i I almost felt bad about talking so so highly of of the truck series because the first part you know getting into the the season we were talking so much about how the how great the truck series was and we thought the Xfinity Series was going to match it, but I felt like the Cup Series is like, wait a minute, let me show you what we can do <laughs> yeah. here. And now the Cup Series is coming along, and it's like, you know, all three races are exciting to watch, but sometimes the truck races just don't have that oh, excitement factor. That but they're not all going to so. be great right, and, yeah, and I'm exactly. not in any series. And I'm not, you know, again, I'm trying not to be too overly hard on it. I'm just saying, I surprisingly, I thought it was kind of messy. But on the note of the truck race, very cool to see Chandler uh, oh, be able yes, to beat yeah, Vosser sure. because he was turning it on at the end of last year. He he really started to mm-hmm. pick up a lot performance wise. So for him to go out beat the boss man, I loved how Kyle after was like, "We must have gave him the good stuff or whatever." <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I got the scraps. Yeah, I got the, the scraps. Yeah. But, but still, he uh, he beat Kyle Busch, and and I'm sure that's that's pretty big for well. For and the thing is, that there's an example like that came down. If your name was Smith, yeah. you were like it was right the Smith there. and Smith show. Yeah, Zane was uh, Zane was right there and actually had the lead at the white flag, and then just I felt like he just let the truck drift too far. And again, I'm not driving the thing, but it just looked to me like he just went way too far to the mm-hmm. wall and Chandler Smith basically had to be like, start laughing and say, pass you very much. And just mm-hmm. drove right on under him and went by. If you're leading on the white flag lap and you get out of the race, get out of the truck after the race. And you say, that's the best truck I've ever had at Vegas. And you didn't win. So <laughs> whoops. It's almost a blessing in Still disguise though, though. that Zane didn't win because I- of course, he got DQ'd for the illegal lug nuts afterwards, yeah, and I'd rather lose a second place finish than lose a win. Yeah, what do we know about that at this point? Anything? Because that what what came out afterward wasn't that it was like loose lug nuts. It was lug nut issue. Or it, it was well, yeah. basically, it was lug nuts that weren't approved. Yeah. As if they like brought some lug nuts from Walmart and put them on the truck or something. I, I the great value brand. How does that happen? Basically, some teams were boring holes in the lug nut where some of the threads would be smoothed Ooh. out, so they'd similar, go on and come off. Faster. Similar issue to what Penske and and them were sort of caught doing. Uh-huh. Kind of, yeah, boring tire. some of the threads away. So for faster pit stops. Chandler Smith does become the ninth straight winner uh, under twenty three. Um, so yeah, 19 years old. That's crazy. And he's married, married and about and to have a kid, about to have a kid yeah. at 19. 
I don't. I can't even. I don't even know if I graduated high school. Younger I than anyone in this room. <laughs> in uh, any event, we're gonna step aside and uh, take a break. We'll talk more about the trucks when we come back because there's a lot of storylines up and down the field. We'll talk about those when we come back on the Inside Pass. Stick with us. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds? Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. Strike two. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. My name's Eric Jones, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Well, we'll talk about the we'll talk about the top ten here in uh, just a second. We mentioned Chandler Smith winning, so I want to get you guys' opinion. What do you think? I mean, it, Noah, you mentioned it a little bit earlier how much of a, how much this win means to a guy like Chandler Smith because last year. Um, was kind of like you know a, a trial by fire season for him, um, and driving for KBM, and we all know what that organization has gone through in the last three or four years, having all these different guys coming through the pipeline, and they don't win a championship, and they're out the next year. But this year, they've kept the drivers on board, and Chandler ended up winning the final, the season finale at Phoenix, and he's starting off strong this year. So, 
elaborate a little bit on what you were saying about how, how much this win would mean to him. And obviously, beating his boss is going to be a you know a feather in his cap because that's not easy to do when Kyle Busch is on the field. He's always the class of the field. So um, he ended up in in victory lane. So what does it mean for him and for KBM as an organization having uh, to get that win early in the season and it be Chandler before John Hunter? John Hunter, yeah, and that's that's the huge part about it too. Is just that. When you think of KBM before John Hunter last year, they were off. You know, with, oh, yeah. you know, they were just completely off. Um, and then John Hunter came in and he starts winning, and now Chandler's in, and and he's seeing John Hunter win, he's seeing Kyle Busch win, and he's he doesn't want to be because Kyle was not happy with performance if you're underperforming at that team, and he showed that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know he wanted some performance uh, out of those trucks. So for Chandler to be able to go out last year and before the season ended show okay, we've clicked, we found something. And then to come in already this season, uh, be running up front, and then beating his boss for a win is is huge for that team, huge for KBM as a whole, because now it's not just, all right, we're sure we're surely going to have John Hunter run well. Now it's, we expect them all to run well, Tom. I think, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree mostly, but bring a slightly different take to this. I mean, I don't think it was that John Hunter came in, Peter, and suddenly all was right with the team. Chandler Smith is 19 yeah. years old. Yeah. He was basically an infant in the truck series for the most mm-hmm. part. He needed some experience, and I think once he got that and he's gotten comfortable, okay, Chandler is, in my opinion, a smarter driver right now than John Hunter Nemechek and I think Chandler's the guy that you got to watch out for on that team running for a championship. Uh, John Hunter certainly is going to be in the mix, and I, I think I picked him last week. But, you know, certainly Chandler Smith has showed that he is confident and ready to go chase a championship. And I don't, I don't see any reason, Peter, why Chandler um, wouldn't be, you know, as fast as he was in Vegas all year long with that truck. Absolutely. I can't agree with you more there. I mean, Chandler really turned a lot of heads last year in the playoffs, getting that clutch win at Bristol to move on when he was in a must-win scenario over John Hunter Nemechek and then taking the championship finale while he was not in the championship four. That certainly put him at the top of many people's list for the championship this year and getting a win this early in the season with as little experience as he still has racing these big heavy trucks certainly was a statement and beating the all-time best in the truck series to do it, that certainly was a shot across the bow for this entire series. Well, I, I think there was plenty of times last year where it looked like Chandler was going to win a race. I mean, he probably could have won two, three, four races last year, but just had yeah, you know, for sure. crappy luck happen to him. Well, when he got that win at Phoenix, I think that triggered something in his brain, and he's like, I can I can do this. He went on and won the Snowball Derby um, in the offseason and then came back this year, and he was fast in Daytona and, and now you know winning the, the race at Las Vegas. So... Um, I I don't know what the pressure is like working for a guy like Kyle Busch, but I know Enormous. he demands. I, I, right, I'm I'm sure he's yeah. a guy that demands res, you know not only respect but also results. He's mm-hmm. you could tell in his post race interview after the race on Sunday he was dejected finishing fourth with a car that probably shouldn't have even made it to the track, um, which we can talk about when we get to the Cup Series because he crashed in practice and that car was built from parts and pieces of every car in the Joe yeah. Gibbs stable. Um, but they still ended up getting it not only on the track, but he came through the field and ended up finishing fourth after leading laps and almost won the race. But he still felt like, you know, he it almost sounded like he felt like he finished 43rd. I mean, yeah, because of just that's just the desire that Kyle Busch shows. So I know the pressure of running for yeah. him in the truck series is probably far greater than any of the organ- or other organizations mm-hmm. in the truck series graduate because he wants results right now 
all the time, yeah. every week. And you, and you know, if you don't get them, then you're you're on the you run the risk of being kicked off the team, basically. Yeah, and that's what my point was. I mean, especially after their their few seasons where they went from a week in week out, they're up front mm-hmm. to where'd they go? You know, right. well, so that it, was when we changed from the, the engines, built the, motors to the Elmore. Yeah, right. Toyota had a huge advantage in the motor Correct. department until we went to the Elmores. Yes, and it took KBM a couple years to get that Elmore program in mm-hmm. sync for them. But Kyle, I mean, but still, Kyle puts puts tremendous pressure on his drivers. Of course, he to does. Perform. You know, he wants a winning team. It, it costs a lot to field those trucks. So, uh, so for Chandler to now be able to have these few wins under his belt, and then to get one already early this season, that's going to be huge for that team. Well, huge. part of I think what what gives Chandler the um, advantage here is he's just cool as a cucumber. Yeah, you yeah. just don't see Chandler get intense or upset. Everything with him is kind of you know on an even keel. You know it. it and so I think that Chandler is one of these drivers that. He just takes what he gets, and he does the best he can with it. And when it's right, he's up front chasing wins. I think he's going to be up front a lot this season. When you talk about guys like that, you think about guys like Trevor Bain. Um, you yes, know, yeah, he, he, he same personality. Right, same, same type of personality. Ty Gibbs is also almost kind of the same, although he kind of knows what he's got underneath of him. Um, but he still stays so humble, um, knowing you know you got all that talent bottled up inside Most of you. Most of the time. Most of the time, <laughs> yeah. yes, But, he but does, here's but. I'm going to tell you commonality in all three of them. They are all god god fearing men yeah mm-hmm. you know exactly right. and you know when you put god first that's what happens that's right so uh, rounding out the top 10 we, we talked about zane smith he he finished second but then he didn't finish second uh, because he got disqualified um and i think nick picked him which is why nick is dead last in the standings because he got zero points for nick uh for uh, zane um the kyle bush finished third stuart Friesen was fourth <laughs> i knew that was coming ryan priest uh tanner gray and matt de benedetto ended up in the seventh position Matt Crafton made his 500th career start and came home in eighth. Uh, Brent Holmes and Austin Wayne Self rounded out the top ten. We mentioned John Henry Michek sat on the pole, got into a crash on the final lap. Uh, ben Rhodes won stage one and two, but then he got into an accident with his teammate, Ty Majeski. Um, they they kind of both ran out of real estate and ended up uh, crashing into the wall. And uh, Ben, in his interview, said, you know, he didn't. He would hope that it wasn't, you know, uh, an intentional type of thing, which it looks like it was a racing accident to me. But um, you know, There's an expensive somewhere. couple laps there for Thorsborg because Christian Eckes then yeah, exactly. a couple laps later turned himself off the nose of Kyle Busch racing for the lead. Yep. Yeah, he said he was called clear too, so he basically put the onus on his spotter. They're getting a lot of blame lately. So yeah, I really. I mean, <laughs> and I'm not saying it wasn't the spotter. I'm just making the observation <laughs> that Christian basically said, what my fault? I was called clear. I went. And um it wasn't even close guys uh but yeah i don't know the majeski thing it looked like he just bounced off the wall and when when he did that he just got loose and ended up you know ben was there i mean i don't i don't think there was anything between teammates there and and uh i was happy to see that ben withheld judgment on that and handled it the way that he did because i have to believe that when it when he saw the video on that, he would realize that because he was really because he was sober. He didn't say anything when he was drunk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a bad mamma jamma or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, but he God. so yeah, that was uh, it was. I mean, again, just one of those races. Like I said, it was things like the Majeski thing and just different um, situations that it's like, man, what are you guys doing? You know, even Eckes, like Christian, you you, <sighs> you had you were leading the race, or going for the what are you doing? 
You no, know, it's true. We talk about you know the guys bouncing off the walls, and I feel like it was almost like a like a Vegas style crapshoot to see how you know as many times you bounce off the wall, which which time when you bounce you're going to spin out and crash. Because yeah. we talked about how wild this track race was. Um, in terms of everybody being, you know, everywhere on the track, but the, it looked like just the drivability of these cars, and it could have been, you know, the weather, the wind, the whatever yeah. you, you want to call it, but it just seemed like these these guys were. It looked like a Daytona race. I mean, these guys were all over the place on the backstretch and blocking and you know moving yeah. around and doing all kinds of weird things, and that's not reminiscent of a truck race at Las Vegas, but that's what they were doing, and you know, just some some guys had it figured out, and other guys just got in other people's way. We should mention too that um, we wish a speedy recovery to spencer boyd right because coming to the white flag he crashed and dislocated his shoulder yeah yeah so that's uh he believes he'll be ready for atlanta but i was thinking a week off so that's good i think he was like in the in the spot on track where uh nobody could clearly see him and call that because i think that he was crashed for like two laps before and then they let it run and and he was he was down far against the back stretch wall and uh, and he was sitting on track for a good while, and they didn't. Oh wow! Have a caution right, because the wow. caution came out on the last lap for a separate incident with Grant M. Finger and John Hunter Nemechek, not at all for the Spencer Boyd issue. Yeah. Interesting. Didn't I never even knew that. That's, no, that's First that's almost that. scary to think about that. Yeah. Yeah. How long you, yeah. you know? Because especially when you're worse. yeah, especially when you actually do have something you know, an injury right. of that sort. So yeah. I mean, luckily it was just a dislocated shoulder. It could have been much worse, but even still, I. I parked truck on the racetrack especially with as wild as these guys were driving yeah i mean he could have you know it it wouldn't have taken long for somebody to find that truck in the dark yeah sure (laughs) it would have made a whole lot worse we saw that uh sunday in in the cup race with eric jones when he hit the wall and he was basically sitting duck for you know what what seemed like an eternity it was only you know five or ten seconds but you know bubba wallace made the right move that turned out to be the wrong move, but it was the right move in terms of, of avoiding what could have been a serious injury for Ooh. Eric Jones. Well, nearly avoided Eric Jones and nearly took out Kip Childress, the pace car driver. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Kip started to pull out and then hit them. Birds. But you can, uh, I mean, just, just think, you know, how, how violent that would have been had Bubba hit him in the driver's Ana- door. Another another spot where I think that we should have had a caution for before Eric had the opportunity to even, you know, spin back up the mm-hmm. track. You know, yeah. they, they should have been out of the gas already with a caution flag out by him, you know, kind of. Yeah, I've noticed that a couple there. of times later. Lately, though, like in the last couple of weeks, even in California, I saw some instances where some crashes happened, and the, the there was a huge delay yeah, in the delay. caution light coming yeah. on. It's like uh, right, come on, but guys. Then, then think back to the Daytona truck race where the caution came out immediately before the leader even took the white right. flag. So you want some <laughs> consistency here. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, unfortunately, when you call the caution from the tower, you know, then if the flagger sees it, he can't do anything until you know until race control calls it exactly. so you know it, it just feels like they've got to be a little quicker on the trigger finger no we're going to take a break and we'll be right back right after this how to be a great dad in 15 seconds bike ride go fish walk in the park phone call milkshake play catch picnic fly a kite tell jokes laugh talk read a story tell a story bumper car swing set bowling pillow fight cut loose stay tight Whew. because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life take time to be a dad today Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? 
Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. We, we talked about statistics, and we, we mentioned one uh, during the Truck Series race that uh, Chandler Smith becomes the ninth different driver under the age of 23, or the ninth driver in a row under the age of 23 to win a truck race. Ty, uh, Ty Gibbs won the Xfinity Series race on Saturday, and he he had a record of his own uh, because he joined Ryan Newman and uh, Daryl Waltrip uh, with the only drivers uh, to get to five wins in their first 21 starts. It's in pretty exclusive company of Hall pretty of Famer and Daryl Waltrip and one of the best of the past era with Ryan Newman. Well, sure. and you can say what you will about the equipment and whatever, but at, at the Xfinity Series level, yeah. you still have to drive it mm-hmm. to a win. It's not as if it's ARCA and you're clearly better than everybody else, right? You're not so, running a cup car in the ARCA series. So, right. Yeah. So, yeah. so give credit to Ty because that kid is a talent and a half. 
Not to mention, oh, yeah. didn't he go spin into the grass at yeah, one point? He, 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 in the race? Yeah, he so. did. And then he was the target of a, a near... Oh, gosh. <laughs> near spin. <laughs> We're getting to that. Swing still, and a miss. Swing and a miss. Strike one. Boy, Danica should have been in the booth on, on the experience. You know, I, I, <laughs> she could have talked us through What was one. she doing? It's funny that you mentioned that because on the way here, I was thinking about, you know... No the, offense, Other Danica. things that we were talking about uh, during the show, and I thought... If Danica was, if Danica drove half as smart as she talked, she would have won like fifty-five yeah, races. She, I mean, she, she yeah. talked like she knew what she was I talking was, about. And I'm I thinking, why, why, where was I'm all this when you were actually racing cars? The past couple of weeks, I've been very impressed with the guest foxes had in the booth. Whether that's Matt Kenseth, who I didn't really have many expectations for, or Danica. I mean, Danica. Yeah, she she's been well. out of the NASCAR ranks for a few years now, but she just fit right back in and. Was a little slow to adjust to mm. Mike and Clint, but by the end of the broadcast, she fit <laughs> right in like a glove. I mean, <laughs> adjusting to Clint Boyer, yeah, it, it yeah. takes a little time, yeah. right? I mean, you got to. Uh, for Danica, it was a bit of a readjustment as a former teammate, you know. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> um, well, you know, and as to Randy's comment, those who can't teach. Yep. That's, isn't that what they say? Um, but uh, yep. it's. <laughs> Pointing <laughs> at me. Say, no, uh, um, <laughs> No, I just—I mean, she she did she did a nice job uh, mm-hmm. yesterday, and uh, I'm excited to see how she progresses in Phoenix next week too. Yeah. Is she going to be yeah, she's correct? Gonna be oh, she lives in Phoenix, so it's perfect for her. Oh well, sure. Well, Forty-five go. minutes from the racetrack. By my only Uber right on over. My yeah. only advice to Danica is the next next week when you guys go to Phoenix, you should request a booster stool or a booster. I know. Some sort goodness, of chair. Didn't she looked surprised <laughs> they didn't. They I, saw that. I, I mean, I know Clint Jeff. Boyer's tall, but my joy's not. So and the, Jeff, the fact that she was half his size means that she looked like a toddler. Yeah, Jeff Burton surprised. stands on a stool. Like, yeah, for he the has NBC an apple crate. Yeah. So somebody needs to get down. There's on. definitely an apple crate somewhere in Phoenix Raceway they can bring up to the broadcast. One booth. would think, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Clint's probably got a stack of cases of beer yeah. that he could, you know, <laughs> And Danica does and... yoga, and so, so she can balance. <laughs> she needs, if, it's not, if it's unstable, she'll be fine. Like, here's your toothpick. Go yeah. balance on that for the duration. <laughs> I just, uh, you know, it was, I did notice that the start contrast in yeah. size there it was pretty funny. my question is how far back did the cameraman have to be to get them all three in the frame oh gosh, like yeah. how well what's what's crazy too is they brought up the fact that you know when drivers need substitutes and and clint was like danica nobody would be able to substitute for you they would need a whole new seat if, if exactly. you had someone. santino ferrucci yeah it would be about the only one ryan vargas maybe have to go maybe get ricky Rudd. yeah he was short. Rico. ricky short Some, yeah somebody it have to be somebody as short as danica patrick yeah That's, it's just crazy so the rest of the top 10 in the, in the xfinity series race noah gregson uh, almost uh, ended up with a win he, he was he had a really fast car ended up in second place daniel hemrick uh getting his uh first i believe his first top five with uh yes. with college racing josh berry came home in fourth justin allgaier was fifth good run by landon castle after the uh the near fa- uh, fatal fire of his car last week ended yeah. up in sixth uh sheldon Cree bounced back to a seventh place finish brett moffitt finished in eighth aj almendinger came home ninth and uh, brandon jones ended up in the inside the top 10 so um you look at the the, the top ten uh, in in the Xfinity series. We talk about comers and goers, and you know every week it seems like there's always somebody that bounces up and down that you wouldn't normally expect. And this is like almost a completely different top ten from what we had uh, in the last couple of weeks. So, absolutely, and yeah, Noah Gregson did lose it on the final restart. But just thinking of where this team was twelve months ago with oh, yeah. the horrible start they got off to, and yeah, absolutely this, so far this season they've been third, second, second. They could have won all three races realistically. Gregson is putting together a very consistent what could be championship caliber season. This right is, now. I feel like the this 
this is starting as at least the season Noah that we've all been waiting for from Noah Gregson. Oh yeah. Because you know, every year we say, well, you know, Noah should win the championship and then he wins a couple of races, but then has a number of other races where, you know, mistakes and, and bad decisions and whatever, and not all of them are his fault, but it's, so I feel like this could be the year for Noah because we all know that consistency gets you to the yep. championship. Now, having said that, you've got to be able to win the last race mm-hmm. or at least beat your other three. So, you know, this, it comes down to Phoenix. Yeah. And where are we going this week? Phoenix. Uh-huh. And you and you stole the word that was in my head. I mean, it's just already so far this season, and, and just the way the the team has spoken, uh, you know, the new crew chief on the box, and 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 everything. It just seems like for Noah, this is the season of consistency, yes. of of making sure that he's around at the end, that he can, he's not pulling moves like we've seen sometimes yeah. Noah pull on lap, you know, in a final lap of stage one or whatever, you know, where where he may not be around at the exactly. end. So um, I'm, I'm excited because, yeah, we've made it. And, and there's some key players that are moved up to cup now uh, as well that that's kind of opened the door for, for someone new dominant to come in and, and take that spot. So uh, I think this will be the season for Noah Gregson. Noah's kind of the wily old veteran. Yeah, <laughs> One exactly. of them of the series yeah. now, Peter. I know the season's still very young, but Noah's also <laughs> steered clear of any off-track controversy in terms of fights or running yes. his mouth to the media yes. or what have you, like he has in past years. I feel like in the past he's been the poster child for don't beat yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so far, you know, we're a couple races in, and, and so far he's he's done well, and if he can just keep the yeah. mental game in check and just keep finishing consistently yep. he'll he'll win a race and put himself in the playoffs and then y- you got a chance to go from there we saw this out of noah a couple years ago in the truck series he only won i believe one race all year long but still made it to the championship four yep. that year at homestead he came up short in the final championship but consistency did deliver him all the way to the end of the playoffs yeah i think he's one of those guys that you look at and it's almost like he grows right before your eyes mm-hmm. um because I know Tom and I have stories we could tell of Noah Gregson when he was younger um, because oh, yeah. he was a yes. guest in our, in, in, back in our Mooresville studio and was not the nicest person uh, in the Fogarty's world. John Fogarty's song, Rambunctious Boy. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes that's exactly right. Um, and, and to be quite well, honest until with you... just a few years ago, too. I mean, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. to be quite honest with you, after, after that incident happened, I really didn't like him that well because I felt like, you know, you're representing the sport, you're representing Toyota at that point um, because it was a TRD type thing. Um, and that's what you, that's what you, that's the, the image that you present to yourself when you come to a studio show, whether it's your right. Sirius XM or AM, FM, it doesn't matter where you're at. You're still doing your, you're pre- presenting yourself as a representative of TRD, a representative of whatever team he was with at the time. I can't remember. Um, but, and that's how you act. Um, and so it was very, ch- a very childish thing for him to do. And so I really didn't like him that well. And, and his gang of people he was with too, cause his aim was there and Riley Herbst was well, there. And, again, and so, you, you right, just, but, but I'm saying, you know what I mean? Like at, at, at one point you, you get to a point where you get to a team that helps you become the mature driver that you know, you can be. Uh, and rather that's it was junior GRM, yeah. the guys that have been in the junior motorsports organization from Justin Allgaier on, you know, those guys now being a part of the team and him being kind of almost like a senior member of the team, aside from Justin Allgaier, um, he's now helping guys like Sam Mayer and Josh Berry and those guys come along in the sport. So he's got to be a role model for those guys now. It's just 
a part of growing up. Yeah. Right. Some it of is. these drivers get put into these high pressure, mm-hmm. high visibility situations yeah. before they're mentally yeah. ready and before they fully understand what you know what they're into and what they what they're doing and um i feel like for some of those guys that was the case and noah like i said i feel like this could be the year yeah and you got to give major props to to kelly and dale over there at junior motorsports because you know a lot of people could take a driver you know that that may not be completely what they want in terms of personality and things like that and say okay you're not for us move on you know but they've really mm-hmm. worked with noah so well on on how to brand himself and how to you know and it's it's shown i mean he has grown up a ton over these last dale years. has said he has kind of let noah be himself mm-hmm. but you gotta know that in between the 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 cracks you yeah. know behind closed doors there's probably been you know dale's more of a teacher than a lecturer so it would basically be look if you're going to yeah. do this here's what you expect and and, and, and let's not forget you know, who what Dale Jr. was like at that age, you know, he's it's very yeah. similar. And so anxious boy. Exactly. And so I think Dale saw a little bit of himself in Noah. Yeah. And that and that really plays a factor. In some too. ways, yeah. Well, I think also it helped having him, you know, run running the cup series races and, and doing some of the the truck series stuff too, because the it's still experience. It's still seat time, no matter what you yes. how you look at it. Yep. I mean, look what it's done for guys like Justin Haley, you know, and, and oh, sure. people that have run yeah. full time, almost nearly full time in the in the Cup series. Um, or, you know, in the Xfinity Series now running cup or whatever the case may be, those guys um, j- just want the seat time. And the seat time is, is going to help you mature because then it makes you understand a lot more what, you're, what you've got underneath of your feet. Yeah. Um, and, you know, coming in and out of the garage area and things like that. So, um, but commendable job. And, and the entire Junior Motorsports organization, I mean, every single one of those cars except for um, who was it that didn't lead um, – a lap, Josh Berry. Uh, the other three drivers led multiple laps. But Sam Josh Mayer was led. Up there. Yeah, he. I mean, he finished in the top ten. Yeah. Sam Mayer led so, lots of laps before he crashed. Um, and then probably uh, the Allgaier. most impressive race of Sam Mayer's young Xfinity career so far. It's true. I mean, that's the that's the Sam Mayer that we've seen. You know, coming in coming up through the ranks is the one we saw uh, yeah. last weekend at, at Vegas. The, that's the Sam Mayer that everybody. You know, he was he's one of those guys. We talked about the Arca Series race uh, at Daytona a few weeks ago, and guys like you know Daniel Dye and those guys coming up through the rankings, the Corey Himes of the world. Sam was one of those guys at that you know a couple of years ago that was like, oh, he's the next big thing in the sport. He's going to be the next you know da 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 da, and he got this big top ride and you know spent he he's this is his first full season because he was he wasn't old enough to run the full season last year, so right. he split it with Josh Berry. So he's getting, but he had that exposure. And the second half of last year that carried over to this year, and now he's starting to it's starting to come around to him, and he's like, okay, now I know what you know what, what yeah. I need to do with these vehicles, um, and so he's going to be you know a guy that uh, what is he seventeen, eighteen now, eighteen, eighteen, I eighteen, yeah. eighteen. So I mean, maybe just turn nineteen. If uh, not, he's going to be soon. But Sam, yeah, definitely, Sam is he'll win a race, I believe for sure this year, um, and I think you know I think all the junior cars will will get their share and i think they'll all be in the playoffs they'll all and i think you'll see at least two of them probably in the final four um you know i think this is the best overall junior motorsports lineup they've had in a while and you know i i I think it's a toss-up um who ends up the best of the four at the end of the you you'd think it would be noah or Justin, but don't count out Sam and Josh because mm-hmm. their talent and yeah. again especially josh is like 35 i mean he's <laughs> been around forever 
Which know. is funny. He's when just you, getting a shot now. When you think yeah. about that, you know how how Josh is thirty five and he's you know he's being treated like a rookie, even though he he's won yeah. Xfinity races and stuff like that. He's been around <laughs> forever, um, local to the to the Carolinas. But at the same time, it's like this is his opportunity right, uh, yeah. to run a full time schedule and and do what he wanted to do last year, but didn't have the funding to do so. And if he can get there, remember what that last race before Phoenix is. Martinsville. Martinsville. <laughs> and who's the king of Martinsville? That'd be none of Josh Berry. He has no. a couple of clocks in his house. Different in the Xfinity series, though. There's yes. a lot more competition yes. there. But still, but he's true. already proven it. Yeah, he's already he proven the win. That is true. All right, we are going to uh, step aside and uh, go to break. When we come back, uh, we've got a couple of short segments, and we'll kick in some NASCAR stuff. Um, we'll have fantasy NASCAR as well. On the other side of the break, stick with us. We'll be right back. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color it, Correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles. And now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I'm Matt DiBenedetto, the brutally honest NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. 
So we talked about the uh, Xfinity Series win uh, by Ty Gibbs, but I wanted to mention uh, in this short segment Ryan Sieg and his uh, issues with uh, with Ty Gibbs. They, they got into a little skirmish, and then during the, the red flag, uh, they had some words that didn't end up doing any good because they went back on the racetrack, and Ryan tried to take him out. But tried he just wasn't to is enough. the key word there. He just wasn't quick enough. Swing and a miss. Yeah, and, and it was... <laughs> It was a last-minute effort too, because he was getting—he was going to have the black because flag Ty is with the too white fast cross. for him, and he, well, he didn't know he was coming. And his, well, he couldn't get up to the top of the right, track. Exactly. And NASCAR had black flagged him for minimum speed issue, so yeah. I guess he was like, "Let's do it now or, or never." I'm just going to full send it at this point. I mean, I'm already I just doing black flags. So. And then he cut, he collects two cars behind. I mean, it was just the one of the most dumb-looking <laughs> payback. It's very simple to just turn right or something. Here's what you was know? funny: is I was on my way back. I was working at a go kart race. And I was on my way back listening to it on the radio when that happened and all the prn announcers could talk about was how sieg just they kept him in the office phone booth whatever it is mm-hmm. this year you know uh and just made him sit there and time out they kept <laughs> calling it time out oh, um gosh. you know waiting for his butt chewing uh-huh. and i'm sure he got one well, and, look, and he should have and, and they called it was funny because i was on i was listening to his radio and they called for him on the to the nascar hauler and the team's going, well, what do you think they want us for? What, you know, what, why do they need us down there? And I'm like, are you, this is not going to work, guys. We have a present for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's funny to me they is that we, we talk about how, like, there's a shortage of parts and a shortage of cars and a shortage of all this stuff in the Xfinity Series. Why You shouldn't be making reasons to have to rebuild yeah. the car in the first place. Well, and then you go and out and you, do something. And it's not like he has a team that makes millions and millions of dollars. It's not, this is not a Joe Gibbs team right. or a JR Motorsports team. This is a self-funded team, and he's about to wreck his own cars you, just to prove a point. And you get a whole snow delay. To, to get out and right. talk it over and, and calm down and you think the cold wind going through his brain other. would make yeah. him slow down a little bit. But Number yeah. one rule of stock car racing is learn how to wreck someone without wrecking yourself. <laughs> Landon Castle well, said that years ago. Here's about the Danica. thing, though, guys. I I mean I I saw the the deal with Ty. Did, was there contact? Yes. Do I think Ty did it intentionally? No. Right. It didn't look like that kind of a thing. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, step aside, take a break. We'll talk more about it on the other side. Stay with us a bit. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. 
You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. I'm Mike Lynette. You're not making it work on the outside. Make sure you listen to the inside pass. So we'll start talking about uh, the Cup Series here, and then we'll pick it back up here on the other side of this uh, short segment. But I, I want to talk about practice first because we mentioned Kyle Busch earlier in the show. Um, wrecking his car in practice on uh, on Friday afternoon, and they, because of the shortages of cars and parts, they, there is no backup cars right now for these guys. So they literally had to un- un- unload a completely blank car, basically chassis and, and body, and that was pretty much it, and had to put all the parts together to basically build a car in the garage over an eight-hour day um, from bits and pieces of the 20 and the, the 19 and the 11 and the 18 um, to get the car built in enough time to go out and, and make the show on Sunday, starting dead last in the field and come, coming up through the field. And you can say what you want to about Kyle Busch, Peter, but that and what they did is a remarkable, amazing thing that I don't think a lot of garage area, a lot of teams in the garage area can do. It just speaks to how much of a talent, all-time talent, really, that Kyle Busch is. He's definitely one of the top two or three most talented drivers out there today and to take a card that wasn't even fully assembled 24 hours ago and to be this <laughs> close to a win with it just speaks testaments mm-hmm. about Kyle Busch about that whole team about their ability to perform under pressure rally when the time is needed and just be able to perform <laughs> at the top level heck they even had to replace the rear glass that said Denny Hamlin on the back of it <laughs> I was gonna know? say yeah the seat wasn't in it, it. I yeah. mean nothing was uh-uh. it, that was basically go, a bare car I, if I'm not, right they'll have to go race it again this weekend in phoenix and boy he's got to feel confident with it uh to go back to phoenix after after one nearly winning at vegas yeah so. i mean and that's kind of the for me the thing with these cars is they are interchangeable from track size to track size mm-hmm. much more so than the other ones were that's yeah, true that's exactly. true i just thought it was a commendable job by that whole organization to be able to I rally agree. together like that all four teams to put that car together in enough time to get that car ready to go 
um, to run at California, and we'll see how he does um, as we head to Phoenix. So we will talk about the uh, NASCAR uh, Las Vegas race when we come back. Of course, Alex Bowman uh, did visit Victory Lane. I, I am rocking. You guys can't see it, but my Alex Bowman shirt uh, today um, as his team works on brand new material that will get him more money uh, because every time somebody <laughs> says something on the radio or on TV, it turns into a shirt. Um, I, I do have to admit, though, I like that shirt. We will talk about it when we come back. <laughs> too. More Inside Pass. The second hour of our show comes up right after the breaks. Take for this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444 Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey girl, school zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. I'm Chase Elliott, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. As much as, we, as much as I like the West Coast swing of NASCAR, it, it, it's unfortunate for us 
recording our show in Charlotte because we can't get people to come here because they're all <laughs> staying on the West Coast for several weeks, which is why we haven't had uh, a guest in studio in the last few weeks. But um, Evan Christofoli was supposed to be here last week. We, we talked about that, you know, the reason why he couldn't be here because Landon Castle decided to set his car on fire. Um, but they had to rebuild it. So <laughs> That's how it um, happened. Yeah, that's exactly how it happened. He got out of the car and set it on fire. Um, but he will be here in the weeks to come. Uh, Jay Gers is also going to come and co-host the show with us in the near future. He uh, wrote another incredible book about uh, Alonso Jr. Um, that just came out, um, and so we're going to get him in studio too to talk about the book. Yeah, it's been out. It's been out a while. Has it been out a while? Yeah, I, I, I read out. it, and uh, man, I'll tell you what it is. I mean, I I have not heard the Dale Junior download episode with Al Junior, but um, have to believe that the book was even more of a tell-all. It's like, like I said to you guys earlier. There's tell-all books, and then there's Al Unser Junior's book. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it'd be good to have Jay in here to talk about uh, the process of writing those. You know, it's one of and those... all the it, stories, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, well, it's 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 a funny thing when you talk about guys like, you know, Alan Sir Jr., you know, even Avon Dale Jr. to a certain extent, and, and mm-hmm. we, I talk about his autobiography all the time because it's just an incredible story about the struggles he had um, you know, with his with his his state of mind and you know the concussions and everything that he had going on, but there's certain drivers and and you know there's legendary drivers all in our sport where I feel like one book is never going to be enough to tell all of the stories because it's like you could you could spend four or five chapters on one story and it's like you need like an encyclopedia of yeah. like yeah. you know chapter you know, one through A through mm-hmm. Z or whatever. Dale Jr. has written three books at this point, two with Jade Gers about his rookie and yes. sophomore seasons, mm-hmm. and I feel like there's still so much of his story throughout NASCAR, throughout right. his life, that's been untold. So we haven't even got into the ownership part of it yet, and you know the 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 struggles of, of starting Junior Motorsports, and you know him and, and Kelly, and you know where they started with nothing, and, and now they have this empire and the Xfinity Series, and mm-hmm. dealing with you know the the plane crash and everything else that's happened to him in the last few years of becoming a dad uh, twice. Um, that's a whole nother, you know, two or three books worth of stuff that he can talk about. Well, yeah. and again, now he's got the vodka line yeah. and, mm-hmm. you know, the yeah. racing exactly. connection that he's got. I mean, you know, so much of his story, again, you talk about, you know, a story that plays out in front of us, you know, and Junior's download, that's really what he uses yeah. that for, right? I mean, he, you know, um, the that that whole thing is just so great because him and Mike Davis always have interesting talks Prior to the guest coming mm-hmm. in, then the guest comes in and it's just this amazing interview with the guest. And then he does the Ask Dale Jr. and, you know, he takes off on the questions. And so, yeah, it's always uh, something new and fresh with the uh, with the download. I really, you know, I have no problem promoting other podcasts that are great. And, oh, yeah. you know, Dale Jr. definitely he didn't even. People don't, I think a lot of people don't know the first year that podcast was out, Junior Bailey showed up on yeah, those no. couple of years. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was right. Mike Davis's baby. I used to listen to that, and uh, and it's funny because Dale would pop in here and there for like a little update on where what he was doing in the season. We finished you know? 17th this weekend. And then, then they'd get to the point where it'd be like, you know, like maybe a 15-minute episode or of, hey, this is what we did this last weekend. Yeah. All right, we'll be back Especially how much the show's grown. You know, it uh, has. You know, it's crazy. Well, years, it's but. it because Junior decided that he wanted to do it. Yeah. Right. And I think once he started and started doing the interviews, he found his calling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Dale Jr. downloads the NASCAR equivalent of the Joe Rogan experience. It really is. Yeah. With how popular it is and how in-depth their interviews get. Yep. It's well, true. that's the thing, and that's you know that that's my style. And the other shows I do, I think that's the that's for a lot of us. We just enjoy hearing people's stories. Yeah, stripped down. We're un, storytellers, you know, unscripted you know? and and stuff. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's awesome, it's fun. 
So the last caution that came out during the uh, Cup Series race, there was a huge kind of like, you know, gamble on tires. So we saw tire wear and, and tire problems all, all during the course of the race. And so when these guys came down pit road, some people took two, some people took four. Um, Alex Bowman, who ended up winning the race, was one of the guys that took two tires. And, and I think a lot of the people were like, what are you, what are you doing? You're, you basically just shot yourself in the foot. You're not going to be able to win this race on two tires. Um, and he did. Um, and I think Kyle actually <laughs> took two also, right? Um, if yes. I'm not mistaken. It was so. Larson, Bowman, Larson, and Byron, the 300 yep. cars that took go. two tires. Oh, and the guys behind him Bush didn't? No, Bush, Kyle Bush, Bush took four. Okay, he took four, four. four tires. Okay. Yep. So he, he made his way all the way uh, up into uh, the top two or three cars, and then you know, with all the stuff that happened toward the end, got shuffled back to uh, finishing fourth. But um, who would have thought that you know Alex Bowman, him and, and Kyle Larson had an incredible race for the lead. Um, and I think that that moment in time kind of set the, the tone for what the the meeting was about at Hendrick Motorsports last Monday. Um, yeah. After what happened between uh, Kyle and Chase at uh, at California, you know, and then Ray Hendrick, Jeff Gordon, everybody sat him down and went, you know, you guys, it's okay for you guys to run together and be fierce with each other as long as you're not wrecking each other in the process. That's what uh, you know. That's what the, basically what the meeting was about. That was a Zoom call, which mm-hmm. is the 2022 <laughs> version of milk and cookies yeah. with the Mickey Mouse plates. Yes. You got to include that. Pack, yeah. That and, and what's 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 so great about that um, is that you know they had the three of them up there, and then Byron's right there in that second row. And as, as good as Bowman and Larson were doing and staying side by side, Byron was doing it, pinching everybody that tried to come through and, and make sure that they couldn't get by. And he actually, on the last corner, lost some spots trying to do it um, with him and Kyle Busch and, and finished fifth. But, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, definitely a big difference when you look at Hendrick Motorsports leaving last week where we're like, oh, boy, there's some trouble in the water between two of the teammates a little bit, some animosity. See, I didn't ever think to, that. Well, People just, make way too in, much. In terms of, <laughs> well, Chase Elliott made it <laughs> with what he said. Well, but, yeah. But still, I, I didn't think it was going to go anywhere. Yeah. Obviously not. But in you the know. heat of the moment, but, you always say things that you right, don't necessarily right. mean. But I mean, but this weekend obviously showed, hey, we're we're still one HMS and, and we're still one for each other, so... Well, because anyone who violates that too often will be replaced yeah. by another one who looks and drives exactly like him. Yep. and <laughs> Because and, Rick Hendrick can poach anybody he wants. Right. And, and they'd be stupid to do it because Rick has said he wants all four of those guys, if he can have them, till they retire. Yeah. I right. Mean, Chase just signed a, what, seven-year or five-year extension, five year. something like that, yeah. so he'll be with the team for quite quite a few more years. Five, so I think Byron's working on one, You call it five-year, I call it like a forever year, but, you know. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, And then Rick Hendrick said in Daytona, they're also working on Byron's extension and hope to announce something soon. I mean, Dale Jr.'s contract was a piece of uh, napkin that, that he wrote on it when he was like 14 or whatever, that he was going to be a, a No, that was Byron. So, was that Byron? Byron. That was, it was Byron. Oh, was it Byron? Yeah. yeah. I it was well, because William grew up next door to Hendrick. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. He'd always yeah. trick or treat at his house. Big He's, Jimmy Johnson. Show. He always said that he, he wanted to drive the 24 car, Will. Yeah. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Sometimes <laughs> dreams do come true. And he's not doing half bad. I mean, you know, no, let's, let's talk about doing it. doing a great job. Um, the, the entire team, I mean, you know, it took a couple of years for, you know, we, we saw a couple of seasons where the Hendrick drivers were just not, not getting it. Like they were, they were, they were down. They weren't finishing cars the top were 10. Too, you know, the cars was, were off. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like, you know, you got these four guys together and it, they're a threat every single week. They all win multiple races. And now we're looking two weeks in a row of of Hendrick Guy and Victory Lane. Timing is everything, Mm -hmm. right? Okay, because, again, like you said, they went through a a few years of being down. They changed the body slightly, and in comes William Byron, and then 
in comes Kyle Larson last year, right at the time when Hendrick was due to blow back up again. And they did. And they did. And again, these four are all very competitive young drivers. They're all going to push each other and challenge each other. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's just the way that it works. And so this is a, this is an organization that isn't going anywhere for a while. Oh yeah. yeah. Another tidbit to note is none of these drivers are over the age of 30. So this team really will stay intact for five, 10, maybe even longer, more seasons. As long as they all want to. Mm Mm-hmm. You might as well go ahead and put Kyle Larson's name or Alex <laughs> Bowman's name or Chase Elliott's name or even William Byron's name on any of the trophies on any track in the next 15 years, um, or even well, the championship trophy at this point, because those guys are all going to be championship contenders for years to come. And the thing that's funny is when you know somebody like Kyle Busch makes a comment like he made after the race about Alex, it's like everybody forgets this kid ran about 85 or 90 mm, cup, cup races, races before yeah. he got a chance in good equipment. He was a racing. veteran when he showed up yeah. to Hendrick. Yeah, that's true. You that's know, true. And this, we'll, we'll talk about it when we know. come back from break, but because uh, I, I do want to break down those comments that Kyle made uh, and kind of, you know, what we would think if, if Kyle just woke up and decided to be a normal person instead of the, the Kyle Bush we've all come <laughs> to know and love, because I feel like it would make the sport boring. Um, if he was just a normal average guy, because the things that he says, you know, like him or not, he moves the needle. He moves every needle in NASCAR in one way, shape or form, um, whether it's performance on the racetrack, comments off the track, you know, something he says or does. He gets people talking, whether he's good or right. Is polarizing. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. He is the he is the Dylan He is the Dylan Hart of this of this modern era. We are going to step aside, take a break. We'll be back right after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed. Ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents. Vehicle dynamics and feedback. Skid control and skid recovery. Threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. 
But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hey, this is Jeff Burton, and you're listening to the Inside Path. Hey, Noah. Hey. Does it make you happy that your Pitbull car finished in the top five and led a bunch of laps? Yeah, yeah. Well, that was pretty cool, wasn't it? And what's even better... What, Dolly Parton on the Dolly hood? Parton's Dolly Parton added side. 100 yes. horsepower. Yes. Calling that now. Now, let me tell you something about Dolly <laughs> and Pitbull. All right, what does Pitbull always say? He says, It's a family show, hang on. Pitbull always says, Dale. That's his little catchphrase. Oh, and Dale was on the side. I think it's a perfect combination. No, 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 no. Dolly was all over the car. Yes. Oh. In, in a lot of ways. Because it took a lot of vinyl to put her <laughs> on the hood of that car. I'm yeah, just well, saying. Yeah. But in any event, he did lead a lot of laps, though. So. He did. Um, and, what a and, cool. And Trackhouse, just as a yeah, whole. Exactly. How about that? I, I mean, mean, last week great. with Andy Suarez, you know, and, nearly and, winning California. And Daniel awesome. would have had another good race this, uh, this weekend had he, you know, not been wrecked or, or, or had the issue. Uh, who was it that spun off? Briscoe. Chase Briscoe. That got loose off mm-hmm. the corner or whatever and, and just took him out. But again, Trackhouse really stepping up. And, and it's so good to see because we knew it was coming with this car. We knew there were going to be more teams that we didn't see week in and week out in the mix that were going to be week in and week out in the mix. Eric Jones being another that I hate that uh, was wrecked out. But it's it's very cool. <laughs> Did you I, just I, say I, that you I, hate Eric Jones? I like how he paused. No, no, no. Like, he's like, oh, Eric, Eric Jones Eric, is something I hate sorry. that he wrecked. <laughs> Let me <laughs> rephrase it. Eric Jones that I hate was also wrecked out. Okay. Not right. I hate. The 43 had another top 10 <laughs> run going. you got to learn where to take a breath because you were like, wait, what? He Eric Jones that yeah. I hate. The, the, the I saw Tom's head turn, and I'm like, what did I say? <laughs> oh, no. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, wait a minute. going to demic you for the rest of the what night. What did you just say? Eric, I He's love you. put him in the penalty box. <laughs> but, go ahead, but, Peter. But you're right, you, though. Oh. Well, go ahead, Peter. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to also mention that Eric Jones over the past few weeks has shown that little teens can contend up front in lead laps with this next-gen card, the children's cards, too. Reddick's been on a rail the past few weeks, and Austin Dillon has snuck in there, too. Well, Ty Dillon was up toward the absolutely, front, too. Yeah. I mean, again, these cars are so much alike. Between teams, I mean, they're pretty much three-quarters spec, right? So you're going to have those weeks, I think, where somebody's going to just get hot and you know, and and I and I love that people are crashing these things. Okay, not because I like Rex, but because it makes it more interesting when you have the best drivers in the world having trouble hanging on to the cars. And you know what we see more now again too is is the the aspect of comers and goers in, in yes. a race. Yep. You see guys that start off on the short run flying, and then Truex was a guy that was a long term a long run guy all day. He would come out of nowhere to to start passing and come yeah. back in the top five, and I just love that because that's showing 
the the drivers, the tire wear fall off. I mean, all of all of the different aspects that you're used to seeing, you love to see, it, it, they've returned, and and I'm really excited about that because with the old cars, you you slot into your spot and you're, that's you're pretty stuck much there. it. Yeah, yeah, you you pretty much knew who was going to run right. for the win on most days. Um, Kyle Busch said you could buy these cars at Walmart. For the record, I don't know. Well, they really are I like. I want to buy one. They really are like Legos. <laughs> everyone buys from the know, same I'm Walmart. Saying, is this in the same section they got the lug nuts for Zane Smith's car? Right, exactly. <laughs> it was the same aisle in the clearance aisle of Walmart. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it's good for a tra- for a, an organization like Trackhouse because this is what NASCAR wanted. NASCAR wanted to develop a car that would be equal for everybody. Um, and you know, in the in the last several years, we you know, obviously you've got your Joe Gibbs and you've got your Hendrick and you've got your Penske cars all up front all the time. But now you've got other teams coming from out of nowhere. GMS has been fast uh, all season long so far. Trackhouse, both of their drivers have been up toward running in the front uh, the last couple of weeks too. So you've got all these different other teams from all these other places coming in, like Noah said, comers and goers that make the, the race fun because you never know when these guys might strike it rich and win a race. I want to give a shout-out to a quick team you didn't mention is 2311 because Bubba, exactly. before the last wreck that he was involved in, would have been right at the top 10, and he's currently ninth in points, mm-hmm. which – Made shocks from people, but he is that consistent so far. Well, this even year. Kurt Busch, last week he came from dead last and, and you know, got ended a top up, 10. Uh, got yeah. a top yeah. 10. So um, just all around, just an uh, amazing time, uh, you know, for, for these organizations. And, and I think it's going to help in the long term getting more eyes on the sport and getting more people who may be interested in, in buying into a team or becoming a team owner in the sport because now they see that, you know, a guy like Justin Marsh just walked into Chip Ganassi and said, I'm buying your team. And he's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> well, um, there's a little more to it than, that, more to but it than yes. that. But it was pretty, I mean, that's pretty much how the story goes. But, you know, I, I mean, if that's what it takes and it, you can still be competitive, then then that's what, you know, it w- you can't ask for anything more than that. That was a timing thing again because Chip kind of needed to do something and Justin Marks was there. And I think Chip made it as easy as he could. And, you know, that's how that kind of went. But it's, again, these cars, I love them because, as you've all said, it's gotten some other teams into the mix and, you know, for the people that keep beating the lack of an inner liner to death on the Internet, please stop. You know, the, the, this tire runs elsewhere and there aren't the issues are not just the inner liner. The issues with the cars not being able to continue were due to the diffuser, which is a situation that nobody could have really foreseen. None of this stuff happened in any of the testing. And so you have to have the race and have it happen to know that you got to fix it. And we're seeing less and less of some of this. The transaxle issue came back up, though. So that's something else that, you know, I think somebody's just got to explain what's different to all these guys. So we stop having those issues. because I think most of that's driver error. Tom, I'm glad you brought up the diffuser. Does with the diffuser being so down low in the back of these cars, does that kill the dog like now in Phoenix? Well, they're going there. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> that's what we'll find out. Well, yeah. how, how much banking does that dog like have? Yeah, it's though? not too. I mean, if it's huge not, of a change, I don't know if that they'll dive too hard that it will. Maybe but. not on like lap thirty, but if you're going for the win, then maybe. Yeah, we'll I mean, what. you know, people well they get stuck in the grass. Get rid of the grass. Yeah. You know, and I Phoenix mean, Raceway has no grass. Yeah. I mean that's you know, I think Anymore. the road yeah. courses <laughs> with those stupid uh whatever you call them, turtle ninja turtles. Right. You know, <laughs> well, even the gravel things, pits is gonna you know, be a huge I issue. I think that's gonna be interesting. But again, you've got to experience this to be able to figure out what you need to do. Yeah. Year one, we knew there were gonna be challenges 
But I'll tell you what, the racing itself, I think, has been phenomenal. Oh, yeah. yeah. So let's talk about the comments that Kyle Busch made to race winner Alex Bowman. I can't repeat them uh, because there are a lot of F-bombs in there. Ford, um, man. Yeah, do but we got basically, a <laughs> No. Basically, he, he says that Alex back, always seems to back his way into a win. He's, you've got the pulled up. Hold on, let me see. Uh, the same guy who yeah. backs into every win that he ever gets backs into another win, and then BS. <laughs> yeah. That's actually lots good. Of, I mean, was, I was actually pretty lots good. Lots of bleeps you know. in between yeah. that, folks. Right. Use your imagination. Every pause was a bleep in there. But, I mean, and it seems like it's, you know, I was thinking about that on the way here. It's it, They're all Gibbs people because it was Denny Hamlin, you know, now it's yeah. Kyle Busch making, making the same thing. True X wines. They yeah, all wine right. they all, but it always, all whiners. I almost feel like it's Joe Gibbs Racing doing it because they're getting beat by Hendrick Motorsports, and they don't know how to do They don't know how to fix the problem by just beating them on the racetrack. So they're making, you know, comments under their breath because they're mad and angry that guys like Kyle Larson are kicking their butt every week. Well, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. And, yeah, I mean, you know, and you know what? As to Alex being that, look it. It doesn't, the, if it's a 500 lap race, the first 498 don't matter. Amen. Lap 499, you'd better be in position to lead lap 500. That's yep. all I can say. And the only one that pays is the last one. So Alex Bowman had to fight off Kyle Larson. And let me tell you, those two definitely went at it tooth and nail. And, you know, Kyle Bush and Truex were having a great race just, you know, minutes before. So, you know. Uh, basically, you know, just give him some cheese to go with his wine and send him on his way. It's just yeah. not, you know, it's it's going to go your way sometimes, and other, other times it's not. I would think Kyle would be ecstatic with a fourth-place finish just because, as you said right. at the top of the segment, that car was nothing before. Was pieces. You know, the team worked its butt off, and, and, you know, and Kyle did a great job. Yeah, and somebody needs to remind Kyle that Alex has had, like, I think four. He's had five wins total since this year and last year. I think it's been four wins or so since Kyle's won last. So, hey, right, you exactly. know, let's 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 remind Kyle, hey, like, you, you haven't won enough to even That's what say I'm saying, though. Right I, it's, it, their comments are only because they can't beat Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott and Alex Bowman and William Byron on the racetrack, so they have to make them. It's like sticks and stones. Like you're, I'm going to throw words at you because I don't know what else to do to, to make myself feel better about the fact that you're kicking my butt every week and I don't know what to do. Here's my other problem with Kyle, though, with some of this. It's one thing to whine, but all these F-bombs and all this language. Yeah, unnecessary. Okay, well, it's more than that for me. You got a kid that's racing now, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Is this yeah. how you want your son to grow up and talk? He probably will. Stop it. He's yeah. he probably, he probably Be a right better now. example. He's known as KFB for a reason. <laughs> I guess. Brexton may be doing yeah. that at Millbridge. I mean, but that, that's the thing. <laughs> like, you, you, you need, at some point, when you have a kid and that kid's in racing, you got to grow up yourself mm-hmm. and stop losing like a five-year-old. Yeah. You know, you got to be a better example because Brexton's going to hear ever, all of that. He's going to read it. He's going to see it. And he's going to think that's okay. But on the, on the flip side of that, though, and not, not to discourage anything that he says, but that's the the guy that Kyle that Kyle Bush is is just a very like driven guy. He wants to win, and nothing sure. short of winning is going to make him happy. Like, if he's not in victory lane, he's not happy, and that goes for him, his organization, at KBM, and and you know in his entire life. I'm sure Brexton probably doesn't get the f bombs thrown at him, but I'm sure that Kyle's disappointed in Brexton when he doesn't win because that's just the but way. But what's Kyle, Kyle going to do if? 
you know, five years from now, Brexit gets a mic in his face and starts F-bombing everything. I Is that going to be okay? I, I would laugh hysterically because I, I think it's funny to see a kid do I, it, but... You know, it's, it, you, you just got to be better than that. Yeah. Well, you got to set a better agree. example for your kid. It, like I said, you don't have to, you know, be all wine and roses if you don't win. If it, that, Whatever. We all know that Kyle has never lost well, and you can say driven, competitive. They're all that way. That's true. Most of them are just more mature about it than Kyle. That's and even true. Kurt grew up eventually. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and so I think there's that point where you just have to, you know, it's like, Kyle, you got a kid now. Use your head, man. Right, that's, that's exactly right. That is, that is very, Please uh, stop the cussing. That's a very good point. All right, we're going to step aside, and uh, when we come back, we'll do uh, Black Flag Checker Flag and Fantasy NASCAR as well, and uh, we'll do that when we come back. Um, I also have a, a quick little story about uh, the, the, the uh, head, headsets uh, with the crew chiefs and drivers. We'll be back right after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-race com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way if you own a gun you have a full-time responsibility when you aren't using it be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children troubled teenagers a thief or anyone else who might misuse it your family friends and neighbors are all counting on you remember always lock it up For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. 
Justin Hoff, and you're listening to the best guys on the radio, the Inside Pack. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Uh, before the break, I was talking about a little story I heard on the way here. They were talking to Todd Gordon, who's now a part of the Series XM staff. Um, and they were talking about to drivers when they go into tirades on the radio, um, like what the crew chiefs do to kind of block them out. And Todd's like, I just push my radio button so that it drowns them out, and I just wait intermittently. I'll let it go to see if they're still talking, but then I'll just put it right back down. And they were like, well, how many times have you done that over the course of your career? And he's like, I pretty much think I've done it to every driver I've ever been wow. crew chief for. Um, you know, he's like, you, you you, have to keep in mind that I uh, worked with A.J. Allmendinger at one point in my career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. It's like guys like Kyle Kyle Bush, you know, when they start getting mad on the radio, like your crew chief's just like, I'm not going to listen to you. And, yeah, you know, exactly. And they're like, well, do, do, do the drivers know that you're doing it? And he's like, no, they don't know. He's like, they probably do now because they're listening, but <laughs> he's like, I probably would never be able to do it again. But he's like, they would never know. He's like, I just push the button and he's like, I'll just let it go immediately to see if they're still talking and I'll just wait for them to finish and then I'll just be like, yeah, okay, sure. Let's, let's <laughs> move on about the business. Yeah. Um, so it's just funny. All right, let's uh, do a little uh, black flag checker flag. No one been here last week for this, but basically um, you, you get to black flag somebody and then give the checker flag to somebody or something um, as it pertains to the whole entire weekend of racing. So it doesn't necessarily have to be NASCAR, but I think NASCAR is the only thing that ran this weekend. So um, we'll let you start. So you get to black flag somebody and then you get to checker flag somebody or something from the weekend. All right, well, my black flag is definitely coming from the Xfinity race, and it is definitely coming from Ryan Sieg spinning and taking two cars out, neither of which were the one he was going for. So my my black flag is definitely Ryan Sieg failing to uh, make do on his promise that he did under the snow delay. Anyway, uh, and my checkered flag is going to go to, okay, let's see, who do I want my checkered flag to go to? Uh, my checkered flag is actually going to go to Alex Bowman for the consistency that they have. I know he got the checkered flag, but um, but that team, when they get to start putting consistency together, they won't have to worry about Kyle Busch making comments and, and anything like that, and I think this year they're really going to do it. So checkered flag, Alex Bowman. All right, Noah, you're next. Peter. Oh, Peter, sorry. All good, all good. I, I can go again. I mean, wow. sorry, that's, that's the only time I will ever call you. All good, Noah. all good. Okay. <laughs> I'm not as He's close enough here. to hit you. It's <laughs> true. I was gonna say that. Ryan Sieg. I'm pretty sure I Peter's anyway. too nice. Yeah, Should've I was gonna say you. I was gonna say Ryan Sieg for my black flag, but I'll go instead to whoever put the wrong lug nuts on Zane Smith's truck. I think that's a mistake you don't make in the last pit stop when inspection's coming up. So black flag there, and for checker flag, I'll go Ross Chastain giving Dolly Parton an amazing run, like we said uh, the last segment. All right, Tom. Oh, okay. I'll go next. I thought you were going to no, go next. Um, okay, so my black flag. I got to double up here with oh, with with Peter because I mean, honestly, it's like that. You know, you you just lug nuts. Anything if you're going to screw in any way with anything on the truck or the car, whichever series it is. Don't do it in a way that's so doggone obvious yeah. that somebody can see it. At least use legal lug nuts on the last pit stop. Look, front row needs to learn how to cheat better, and Ryan Sieg needs a pair of glasses. <laughs> Checkered flag goes to Noah Gregson for three races full of consistency and no mistakes. Keep it up. Randy? So my black flag will go to Kyle Busch uh, because I feel like you should just shut up and race. I mean, especially <laughs> since you had... 
a car that was built from the ground up in eight hours and still finished in the top five, and you have nothing nothing to say other than how Alex Bowman can't win a race unless he backs Probably into it. Probably still mad because he couldn't even win the truck race and beat the kids. And I'm actually going to cheat and do two checkered flags. One checkered flag will go to Eric Amarola, who finished in the top ten in every race this season so far in his final season in the Cup Series. So good job, Alex. That is uh, Eric Amarola. Um, and okay. my, my other checker flag goes to the infield grass because you keep on keeping on. Don't don't let anybody <laughs> keep you down, grass. You, you gotta keep you gotta keep oh keeping on. Uh, and and in the midst of guys like uh, Ty Gibbs and, and Brad Keselowski continuously running through you, you keep growing and you keep. Yeah, you keep they don't need anything to keep them down. It's all flying through the air. <laughs> exactly once right. they go through. I'm not exactly giving right. a bell right now for for because I think we should have grass. I'm just giving a bell because that was funny. There you go. <laughs> All right, let's uh, talk about fantasy NASCAR for a second. By the way, it took me the entire show to come up with that line about <laughs> grass. For that so one, yeah. that's why um, he was so distracted. That was that's why I called him. That's why I called him. No, thinking about that line because I had to write it down so I wouldn't forget it. It crossed my brain like five times, um, much like Brad Keselowski in the grass. All right, anyway, um, so <laughs> yeah. last week's uh, picks. Spinner. Um, I picked uh, Tyler Ankrum, Anthony Alfredo, and Eric Jones, and they all disappointed me greatly. Um, so I will never do that again. My my two inch limb ended up breaking, and I fell seven stories to the ground. Um, Noah ended up picking uh, Kyle Busch, Josh Berry, and William Byron. That's how. Hang on. What you picked weren't two-inch limbs. What he picked were well, two-inch yeah, limbs. Yeah, that's Noah, true. that's why he's in the points <laughs> league. I picked, I think, trees, and, and all my trees fell. Um, but that's why he's in the league, because all his drivers finished in the top like two or three positions. Um, Nick did pick Zane, which would have got him points, but he got DQ'd, so he got zero points for Zane. Um, he picked Justin Allgaier and uh, Joey Logano. Uh, Tom picked John Henry Nemechek, Noah Gregson, who actually got him a lot of points, um, and uh, Harrison Burton uh, in the Cup Series. And then Peter picked uh, Ryan Priest, Edge Almeninger, and Ryan Blaney, who ended up crash. Blaney was up front leading laps, though. He was so he was. confident until Keselowski decided to just spin right in front of him. By the way, can I just slip in real quick? Him and Joey in the boot together are great. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Back, they, to, they, back that is, to fantasy. That's a fantastic thing, yes. for sure. No uh, checkered so flag for me. Noah ends up with a six-point lead over Tom right now. Um, Peter drops to third. Temporarily. Nick <laughs> is in fourth, but now we have a rule here on the show that we implemented. In, it's called the Noah rule. If you're not here, you don't get the pick. <laughs> um, so Nick can't call tonight, so he gets to pick last this week. Um, so he'll get the pickings of whoever didn't get picked, um, which could be good or bad because there's so much competition this year well, yeah. that that could end up biting us all in the butt. Um, and then I ended up last because my drivers, uh, my drivers well. are great when I don't pick them, but when I pick them, they suck. So it's whatever. Um, so this week, picking? this week in uh, Phoenix, we only have two uh, two uh, series running, the Xfinity and Cup. So I'm picking Trevor Bain in the Xfinity series oh, because. Wow. He's on the entry list this week, and I'm picking Kyle Larson because I can't stay in last forever. I mean, come on. Somebody's got to help me out here. <laughs> um, so, Noah, you you pick next. No, actually, no, Peter. No, Peter I, I, I oh, did you I do it again? No, I, I didn't pick him, put him in the right order in oh, the okay. picking. Okay. I only put him in the standing, so Peter picks next. All right, so for Xfinity, I'm going Justin Allgaier. This is his favorite <sighs> track on the schedule, and he hasn't won here for a little bit, but I think that changes this weekend. I think the Red 7 gets in victory lane Saturday. And then for Cuff, I'm going Kyle Busch. I think he's still angry from last weekend and silences all the haters and gets his 60th Cup Series win in the desert. Mm-hmm. All right, Tom. Noah Gregson for Xfinity. Um, gosh, the Cup Series, I feel like, is going to be tough because yeah. I want to say Denny Hamlin, but, boy, he has just been terrible so far and it isn't the car it's the driver he has not had a good start to the season he has to learn to downshift instead of upshift well it's not <laughs> even just that. i just feel like he hasn't been um I, I 
I am torn, but you know what? I'm going to I'm going to take what I feel like might be a safe bet and just go with Chase Elliott. Mm. Well, that's not not a bad pick. It's still HMS and at all end of the day. All right. Well, no, I'm you're glad t- you guys left me these two because the guy that came second to Cindric, who isn't racing this weekend last year in the first race is Ty Gibbs. So I'm going Ty Gibbs. Uh, he did that last last season. And for the Cup Series, I'm going to go with Martin Truex Jr. See, that uh, was I, I was torn between. Yeah, yeah I think LA that he's going to do well, and he's he's done well always at Phoenix. And so he I, won the last he won we'll the race see. last year. So it's fast I, last love, I think Randy's got a chance to double up though with Bain and Larson. I, do too. I love that. I do that too. Combo. I like that. Um, but yes, it's all, I'm always excited to see Trevor Bain in the, in, on the intro list, and, and I hope that this leads to good things for him. I hope he gets a full time ride out of this deal somewhere along the way. But even like even last week. At Vegas, uh, Ryan Truex was in the car, and he had a top, uh, top good, uh, good run going. I think he finished in the top ten. So, um, we talked about that last week. How you know that this is the opportunity that guys like him need, um, because I feel like, especially in Ryan's case, you know, he's always overshadowed by by his brother. Um, and so this is his opportunity to go out there and say, hey, I'm my own guy, and I actually can drive a race car, and I'm really good at it. You just got to give me the opportunity. Ryan's literally overshadowed by Martin too, with how short he is. He's like Danica. <laughs> true, true. That, that is true. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't get to exchange clothes when they were kids. I don't think sure. he's quite that short, is he? He's a pretty tiny he's guy. He's bigger than Danica. Maybe you have by an inch Danica's or two, but not tiny. a lot. Yeah, Danica's, Danica's very small. small. Danica yeah. with heels and a stool, or Danica just on flat feet? I feel there's like a huge, there's a huge difference there. There is. <laughs> Danica and Ward Burton are about the mm. same size. If you've ever seen Ward, Ward Wall is button. small, too. Yeah, Ward Burton. Ward Burton. Um, yeah, by I the always way, think of it, that, that video segment where he was doing the ad. Cats get your loader. <laughs> yeah. We talk oh, about this segment all the time. Skid steer yeah. loader. We need to play that segment on the show one of no, these days. No, we can't. No. no. Oh, yeah, no. I guess we can't. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. yeah, there's some language in it, but <laughs> if y'all want to go to YouTube and just look up Cat Skid Steer Loader, Ward Burton, it's there and you will laugh. He's real-life Boomhauer from King of the Hill, is how he talks. <laughs> he really <laughs> is. Very true. That is very true. All right, there is uh, some F1 news that, that came out today, and it's it's kind of, a, I guess, a little bit of, of sad news if you think about you know the circumstances surrounding why. Um, he's no longer in the car, but then if you think if you dig a little deeper and you think about yeah. you know the story behind it, and you're like, okay, it all makes sense to me. But um, ha- Haas's F1 team um, originally had hired uh, Nikita Mazepin to uh, run the full season um, for the for the team this year, and they had a sponsorship uh, with a company called what is it? Eurocali is that what? Yeah, Eurocali. Eurocali. Yeah. Closely associated with the Russian government and. Mm-hmm. The, basically, the guy who runs the company, Mazepin's father, is a close associate of Putin. Right. Yes. So Haas decided to originally they were they had told him F one told Haas he could run the full season as long as they didn't have any sort of Russian you know livery. flags yeah. or livery yeah. anything on yep. the car. Um, but since then, Haas has made a decision to completely just cease his contract and the contract of the sponsor and just completely do away with him and the sponsor completely. So this is a two edged sword for me because first of all. Nikita Mazepin did not do anything wrong. Correct. Okay. So he he gets caught up in a situation that becomes political, right? Mm-hmm. This is a political thing. Um, now, whether or not the sponsors stop paying or whatever the, the situation, we don't know. But the end of the day, I I feel bad for Nikita yeah. because you can say what you want about whether he earned the right to be in the car by his driving ability. And we can have a different discussion about that if you'd like, but 
Um, this situation is completely not of his own doing. And so I do feel very bad for him. Um, I think they announced, didn't they announce that Bruno Canero is going to be the, the replacement for uh, him? Did I see that? I, I, I saw that he was talked about. I thought I that to now again, maybe I'm, I don't want to get ahead of myself, mm-hmm. but I thought that I had seen that he was, he was uh, named as the replacement, which would be a good thing under very sad circumstances because again you know we're not on the show to talk politics or comment except to say that we we do certainly pray for the people of ukraine um Mm -hmm. but um you know we're just focusing on that situation and nikita i don't think deserved that though again i don't know if you're haas what you do differently it's one of those things where i get i get both sides of this and i think it's Mm -hmm. it's highly unfortunate so for the test in Bahrain, they will have Fittipaldi in the car. But oh, as okay. far as for the rest of the season, for the actual races, that's still TPD. Oh, all right, all right. But there's so a I lot of there's a lot that. of the lot of drivers in the mix of, of okay. talk right now, and you know, yeah, and like you said, it, it is for Nikita. You know, he he did want to uh, do as told in terms of he was right. going to work with yep. them on on what, but it, whatever I, they wanted yeah, to do. It just it comes down just, to those those yeah. background details, and that's tough. That's yep. tough right now. So also, uh, in uh, news, Michael Andretti uh, said, I guess there was some controversy regarding this, this back of the investment backers in his team. And he said, no, they're all American. They're all fully, you know, uh, helping me out with my team. And, Who was um, that? Uh, Michael Andretti oh. and his new uh, F1 team. Uh, okay. They asked him about getting into NASCAR, and he said it was something that he really wants to do, and he's looking into it. Um, so in the in the next couple of years or so, he's going to try to get uh, get <laughs> wow. into the sport of NASCAR. So um, that'll be one definite Gotta get owner this that will off be, the ground first. Right, exactly. You, <laughs> Him and Roger Penske are apparently competing for racing properties. Yeah, yeah. Learn to crawl before wow. you walk. Uh, Eric, we are going to uh, step aside and uh, take our final break. We'll wrap everything up for you um, from Vegas as well as getting ready for Phoenix uh, here in just a little bit. And uh, we will do that when we come back right here on the Inside Pass. Stick with us. Our show continues right after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. 
Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication, but it's those tough choices that helped me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. 